Hey guys, welcome back to this week's first official episode of Above Standard. My name's Ella. And hey, I'm Alice. I'm here and I'm ready to... Yeah, you're here this week, which <laughs> yeah. is kind of good, yeah, I guess. Yeah, the half is back. <laughs> so this week we are delving into the idea or the concept or the experiences of the lovely Bella Langland's grief. Mm-hmm. So... Bella moved over to Byron Bay just after high school and we've got a whole bunch of topics we're covering Um, but before that we're just going to do a quick disclaimer. Yeah we pretty much just want to say like we're new to this, we're not here to give amazing advice, what we say is kind of we're just shit chatting with our friends, having a good time, like don't take anything to heart, we're we're learning about stuff, what we can say, what we won't say kind of type thing. Yeah so basically we're learning along the way. We're learning what's appropriate, what's not. Our goal is to have, n- there's like no room here for homophobia, racism, sexism, oh, yeah. anything along those lines. So if you ever feel uncomfortable or you think we've stepped out of line with what we said, please do get in contact with us. Mm. We want to learn and we do understand we're coming from a point of privilege being yeah. two white heterosexual mm-hmm. females. So yeah, don't be afraid to reach out if you yeah. think we've overstepped the line. Definitely. Anyway, mm. so we've got Bella here, and to kick things off, we're just going to do the weekly summary. So, peak and pit of the week. Alice, do you want to kick us off? Peak and pit. Well, um, I went home for about a week because I had an unfortunate um, passing of my grandma and the family, which is a bit of a pit of the week. But mm. it was um, actually turned out to be really lovely because I spent so much time with my family, and it was like a real special time altogether, kind of. And kind of came back yesterday and jumped straight into things with the flat hung out with the girls it was so nice yeah good support yeah no that's probably it's been it's been a long week but that was it's a new one and we're going nice Bella Mm. um I was pretty sick last week and you know I kind of got a bit down in the dumps with that got a bit of cabin fever um so it was a bit boring but um kind of really grateful for being able to breathe and like walk around <laughs> and stuff you know kind of everyday yeah. stuff that you take for granted so yeah. everything is really um a peak this week you know oh. being alive which is nice being alive and healthy yes yeah. yes love, love that and my peak and pit uh my peak i went up the mountain on sunday and monday and i met a few new people and got to know some girls I kind of already knew just a whole lot better and so I really really valued that I came back with such a fresh mind Mm. and my pit of the week uh was coming to the conclusion that I've got an assignment due in 48 hours and I haven't really started it but we've we've all been here so it's kind of okay (laughs) I love the grind I love the grind okay um so do we want to delve into our first set of questions Bella do you want to just like introduce yourself tell us who you are today um and what's your connection to the podcast here um, hey, my name's Bella, um, I'm 20, and I went to high school with Ella, I'm from Hawke's Bay as well. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, little, little home, hometown gals. Hometown homies. Yeah. <laughs> so um, tell us why you moved to Byron. Tell um, us everything. Tell yeah. us your story. And, okay. Yeah, and like why go. Byron? Yeah, okay, so um, during high school, I guess, I, I went to a private girls school for most of my high school and a lot of that um, was really structured towards really academic and really focused towards going to uni out of school like that was a big big focus it was a really small school yeah really small school a lot of pressure on really good grades a lot of pressure on taking the traditional path of going to uni so I was there for most of school and then um I left in my last year and went to just kind of the regular high school in the town with Ella yeah. as well. Local dump. No, <laughs> I shouldn't say that. No, I, I no. loved high school. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was fun. I really enjoyed it. Most of my friends were there anyway. And um, 
yeah, during that last year, I just, I was so, I had no idea what I wanted to do out of school. And just like, I had a few different ideas. Like I was pretty, I'm pretty into um, creativity and arts and that sort of thing. But I wasn't 100% set on necessarily going straight into uni and like getting a big student loan when I wasn't 100% on what I necessarily wanted to do. That's super admirable, admirable as well because yeah. like, I feel like there's a lot of people in that space after they leave uni, they're kind of like, where, oh, fuck where yeah. am I going to go? Like, mm. yeah, like, it's kind of like the, I mean, sorry, leave high school, mm. you go straight to uni, that's like yeah. the, the social norm. Especially when you come from a background like Havelock North, which is, it's a huge norm. to Like it's more normal to go to university than not yeah. go to university. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it's super fucking ad- admirable. Mm. admirable. Yeah, so why why Byron in particular? Byron over in Australia. Yeah, tell us like your yeah, mindset cool. after leaving. And then yeah, so um, I went on a family holiday like halfway through my last year of school over to Oz. And um, yeah, we went to Byron and I just fucking loved it. Like mm. it was really cool. Really Such sort of like um, my kind of buzz. But like alternative lifestyle, you know, like real sort of focused on outdoors sort of stuff, like lots of real beautiful beaches, real cool like arts and music and creative scene there as well. My last kind of few months of school, I was like, the fuck am I going to do? And yeah, I was just like, oh, cool. well, you know, like that was a really cool place. I kind of had the idea of maybe going travelling or something. So yeah. I was just like, I, I, yeah, yeah. So my kind of thought process was I might like, you know, start there, maybe backpack around Australia, take a gap year, potentially travel somewhere else. Um, yeah, I didn't really have a set in stone plan. And yeah. That's kind of yeah. the best way. That's kind of the way things go, you know, like you yeah. don't have a plan and it kind of turns out for the best. Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully. Yeah. In yeah. your case. Yeah. yeah. What did your parents think of it? Like, were your parents ever like, Bella, I want you to go to university. Oh, yeah. You're not going. You're a bad child. <laughs> yeah. My parents, um, uh, loose. They, oh. like, you know, they're just kind of like, as long as I'm happy and enjoying myself and not hurting anyone else, then they're cool with whatever I want to do, which is awesome. Like, it's, it's, so it's coolest, you know, most supportive um, family yeah. to grow up with, which is so cool. But, yeah, they were 100% supportive. They were just like, awesome, cool. How are you going to do that? Um, yeah, so pretty much I just um, took an absolute leap of faith and yeah. went completely into the unknown. Yeah. I booked a one-way ticket to Australia and... When was this? Was this like straight after high yeah, school? Yeah, it was yeah. like, like yeah. finish year 13, graduation, like moving now? Or was it like kind of... Six had a months bit of summer? Or, yeah. yeah. I yeah, graduated, it was like November, December, mm-hmm. end of the year, and then I worked over summer. Where'd you um, work? Moana Burger, shout oh, yeah. out. Yo, um, I didn't even know if that exists. Does it, it doesn't. No, it shut, shut down, down after I left because oh. um, they asked me to stay and manage full time and I said no. Ooh, and okay. then it went out of business. So, um, right, she never went there. You pretty much held it together. I, you yeah. were the glue of the burger place. <laughs> yeah, so I worked um, quite a bit over summer, saved up a bit, and mm. then um, I Dead. left on in March. Yeah. Yeah, and oh, then, wow. yeah. One way ticket, ten kg backpack, flew to a town where I knew nobody and um, had absolutely no plan. Yeah, Shit, that is minimalistic. Yeah, as well. I just, yeah. I just went to Tauranga for like four days and I had a twenty five kg suitcase with me. Like, yeah. what, how are you going to Byron with it? Yeah, so I pretty wow. much like I had no idea whether I was going to be backpacking or traveling or that sort of thing. So I yeah. thought I just kind of like go super minimalist. Mm. So you yeah. went over there with. Fuck all stuff. Yeah. Not really knowing anyone mm. and not having a super clear idea of what you're up to. <laughs> sounds pretty fucking to crazy. To me that sounds like like that sounds like my worst fucking nightmare, yeah. to be honest. But um yep. so how did you how did you like establish your roots um 
meet new people, mm. all that kind of stuff. Like, run us through the first, like, three months. Cool. Did you have, like, because when you said you went back, with, you went with your family and mm. the team, did you kind of, like, establish any, like, relationships or, like... Nah, no, no. No, you didn't find, like, a place to... So it was a full clean slate. Yeah, full, wow, absolutely, but. yeah. Byron itself is a very small town. There's, like, two main streets. But really? It's, yeah, it's Holy tiny. Shit, I yeah. have, no have you ever been there? No, I've never left the country, so, like, oh, yeah. wow. get descriptive with it. Yeah, yeah. so um, Byron so itself is a super small town. It was originally just this tiny little surfing town um, on the northern New South Wales coast, and um, it's gotten super, like, overhyped and touristy in the past oh, few years, so huge um, tourism industry and lots of international backpackers and stuff there yeah. as well. But there's heaps of little towns along that coast, not just Byron. So like, do you reckon you could compare it to anywhere in New Zealand? So like, um, people could like Raglan. Like yeah, the that's what I, was yeah. Kind of I don't know. Yeah, potentially Raglan, but with like a bougie side as well. I guess there's yeah. lots of like retreats going on at Raglan as well. It's kind of like the vibe. Of Maybe Raglan like Mount Mangaroi as well. Like oh, that right. kind of. Um, like the size of the mount. Yeah, or like, um, smaller than the mount, but like right. kind of there's that level of um, hustle. Yeah, yeah, like a, I don't know, expensive tourism, but then also with that kind of laid back beachy vibe as yeah. well. So like a real kind of mixed demographic of yeah. people who go there for so sure. So how did you how did you establish yourself in all that kind of turbulent, yeah. double sided? Yeah, yeah. I don't know the place of it all. How mm. did you establish yourself? Um, so when I first got there, I stayed in a hostel for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And I made my first friend who I still um, am in contact with today. Shout out Zara. She's mm. from London. Um, wow. Yeah. Was she doing the same thing? Yeah, so she was just like travelling and backpacking around Oz. And um, yeah, so I was there for a little bit. And then um, me and Zara, we went up the coast a little bit to Noosa. Yeah. Oh, kind of went up north. Yeah, along the um, east coast. And then um, I was like, oh, actually, I really like Byron. So I went back. Um, Split ways to Zara? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, like, kept travelling and stuff. And then um, I ended up reaching out to... There was a girl I knew from um, my same hometown, Hooks Bay, who I kind of had known through, like, parties and stuff but weren't yeah. super close with. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew that she was in Byron, so I messaged her and then... Yeah, yeah, kind of um, hung out, got to know a bunch of people through her. That's mm. so cool. And because it is a really, really small town, and the amount of people who actually like live there, not just who are travelling through, mm. is pretty small. Mm. And it's a lot of the same sort of demographic demographic of people who are into the same sort of stuff, you yeah. know, because that's they they come there because of those shared interests. Yeah, it's really easy to kind of form connections based on that. So once yeah. I met like five people, then I just met so many people yeah. through that real interconnected sort of network. I got a job at this falafel restaurant called oh, yeah. um, Orgasmic Falafel. <laughs> oh yeah. And, oh yeah. Um, yeah baby. I was the falafel girl so um, I stood on a street for five hours a day with a tray of free samples of falafel. Yeah. And um, I got you know so like. Did you get anyone's number? Oh, anyone? Yeah, surely. Yeah, you guys can't say this, but Bella just rolled her eyes. (laughs) This, um, you know, the falafel chick's pretty famous in the area. Everyone goes and gets free falafels. So, like, you know, I'd be standing there for five hours a day, just him yarns the people, go out that night, and be around, be like, oh, that's the falafel chick. And, you know, instantly they're. You know, got some new friends. There you go. So yeah. when you talk about Falafels going out, bring us together. Um, what's like a classic like weekend night out in Byron? Like, yeah. Well, again, with the small town, there's like 
four places that people go out and they're yeah. all kind of like pubs but then they have like a little back room that oh, sort yeah. of thing but yeah um live music is a super big thing there so lots of real cool kind of like surf rock bands mm. um lots of yeah and because of the amount of traction and i guess the hype of the town there's yeah. really cool gigs and events on a lot Splendor in the Grass, which is this massive festival. I think it's one of the biggest in Australia, is in North Byron Parkland. So it's on once a year, just out of Byron, which is amazing. Like, I saw it, like, Kendrick, um, Gambino, Chance, like, yeah, lots of, like, Australian acts, like, Ocean Alley stickies and stuff there, which is, yeah, mad. Like, that's insane. Um, It's every year in July. Oh, sick. Yeah, it's so good. And they also have Falls at the same venue, which is... um, the New Year's one it was a bit smaller but yeah lots of cool gigs in town as well like lots of those sort of bands like Ocean Alley like Lime Cordial um, and because I guess you know everything's so small the nightlife you're guaranteed to see the same people out every weekend right. and sort of do the same things um, yeah like house parties a big thing I guess oh, so you just like met people through your, your mates yeah yeah so like I, I met kind of once I started to meet people I moved into this place um this house with like it was a couple of girls a bit older than me like 24 25 and um just the rest of a whole bunch of randoms in this house and then um yeah I just started working met people through work met people through like going to the beach met people through other friends How'd you get that flat with the girls? um, Yeah, just through um, one of my friends had used to live there, so she knew there was a room going. Oh, nice. Yeah, which was cool. That's kind of scary, just like moving into like a flat with a bunch of random people. I did that this year, actually. Oh, no. (laughs) My flat right now. (laughs) Yeah, big deals, shout out. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I don't know. I guess I've always had that kind of sense of independence and ability to be able to do that. Like, I know that some people would find that terrifying. Yeah. Would you consider yourself like a really outgoing and social person? Like, do you thrive on? that stuff or is it quite daunting like going out and meeting yeah. new people being like fuck I've, yeah. I've got to make solid connections that do you mm. feel that pressure well I think yeah I don't know like I guess I wouldn't say I'm typically extroverted like I'm so fine with like spending time with myself and I'm comfortable with that mm. but I think any sort of scenario like this when you're going out on a limb and like taking a leap of faith you have to become a bit of a yes person you know yeah. what I mean and so like say if I was at my job here and someone was like, hey, I'm going to this gig tonight. Like, would you would you be keen to come or something? If you're in a scenario like we've just moved to a random town, you don't know anyone, you've just got to push past those weird little insecurities in your head and just say yes. You have to. Yeah, yeah not think of the worst situation. Yeah, literally. You know, like, end of the day, something shit happens, You, it's mm. boring, you'll go home, you know? Yeah. But then if you said no, then you'd just be sitting at home thinking about those what-ifs, you yeah, know? Exactly, the yeah, exactly. That's such a good attitude. Mm. Mm. Continuing on that whole party scene vibe, how would you yeah. compare, like, the drinking and drug culture of Byron to what it is here in Wellington, for example? Oh, it's interesting, eh? Like, um, I think Aussies definitely bend it very hard. Just go on, you know, like, go on till, like, 7 a.m. It's pretty normal. Up. Yeah, yeah, just go hard. If I'm in Byron... I would probably get dragged around till 3am. No, I don't know. It really depends who you're with and like what the sort of buzz is and that sort of thing. Like this is a huge generalisation. You're like, some of my friends would chill, some of my friends like go real hard. Mm. In your experience, would you you like start on like a Friday night and then like... Uh, Well, I'm I'm pretty teed as well, to be (laughs) honest. I'm a kind of like midnight, I'm home. But you know, yeah, yeah, it's honestly like it's, it's, you know, in the same buzz that some people in Wellington go super hard, same buzz that, you know, it's hard to make a generalisation on that sort of thing. 
So just tell us about your dating life. What's been, what was happening over there? I mean, when I got in contact with you, I feel like there was maybe a guy involved. Tell us about boys dating, ups and downs. Yeah. And what is it really like in Byron in comparison to New Zealand or high school? Um, I think in my experience from what I've kind of seen and stuff, um, dating culture is really big there. Yeah. So sort of like the casually dating people yeah. but you're not necessarily in a relationship and you can be sort of dating more than one person at yeah. once. Kind of like trying it on, like going yeah. out for a date, seeing how you go. Like it's really, really normal to just be like casually seeing someone and casually hooking up but it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Rather so, than just like in Wellington fucking like hooking up with yeah, yeah, like I feel like... Like a club and then from, just like never seeing them again. Yeah, <laughs> like I feel like, well, me and Alice are second year, I don't know if that makes any difference whatsoever but like mm. from our experience in our social group a lot of it is either we're just hooking up Yeah. Or like it's a one-off hookup or mm. just sleeping together or we're on the road to a relationship we're going to be boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. There's like, the, there's no, there's no... Yeah, like imagine there's like... There's no in-between. In I couldn't between. imagine like in either of us like go on, keep going on like lots of dates with like a bunch well, of different boys. And you know, maybe like, yeah. that's just like because we haven't yeah. yet. Yeah, true, true. Mm. But yeah. yeah, tell us about what it's, what is that dating culture? Explain mm. it to us um, virgins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well there's definitely like that whole hookup, you know, like one night stand sort of thing there as well. Mm. Um, but then... Yeah, yeah, like, it's just real prevalent, like, oh, yeah, I'm just seeing this person, like, we, like, sleep together occasionally, like, but then it's normal to go to the beach with someone, get casual drinks, go like out a different coffee. person? Yeah, and just, like, you know, hang out with their friends, but you're not seeing each other, and then it's just also sort of, like, pretty natural for things to peter off as well and it's mm. not necessarily dating or hanging out to go towards a relationship it's do just you like, think that dating culture thrives in byron because byron is such a relaxed chill place probably place. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense like mm. everyone's in a very relaxed kind of chill mindset nothing's serious yeah. people aren't necessarily yeah people aren't necessarily like they're working towards a career they're just hanging out having yeah. a good time and I'm, that kind of goes along with that whole yeah. dating culture vibe yeah. so tell us about your dating experiences and Byron, like, did you have any mans or ladies? Or oh, yeah, anything? or any uh, horror stories? Oh, yeah, no, I, I was never like in a full relationship when I was there. I definitely like dated a bunch of people, had some real cool, positive experiences, met, hung out for a couple months, really enjoyed each other's company, mm. and then just whatever happened, and then we just stopped seeing each other, but then still on good terms, yeah, down at the beach. And how did you meet them? Um, like, because it's such a small kind of town pretty small social scene kind of generally know of everyone or like yeah. you know you could definitely say hi to a lot of people if you pass them on the streets you kind of meet people if you see them down at the beach and you see them at a gig then you kind of like oh, you like you walk past on the street yeah. like hey literally like it's like, really easy to like see people three times and now um, I guess you're friends you know yeah like, so it's kind of like you walk past someone on the street like hey yeah. we fuck. definitely like yeah. a big social scene is through like partying and going out and so drinking how did you meet how did you meet that those people that you ended up dating um like was it a night yeah out? mostly through nights out because like I guess that's like a lot of socializing mm. through that and like just casual one night stands at a buzz and then just went hanging out from there yeah yeah so tell us about your most significant relationship in Byron how did that make you grow as a person yeah I met on a night out already had mutual friends and stuff um um yeah it just ended pretty gradually like low-key mm. sort of stuff but I think that really definitely impacted me just um, kind of knowing that I could have that level of connection with someone and it not necessarily have to have the mm. impact of like, we're going to be in a relationship now. It's just like, 
we can connect and then be like, okay, cool. Kind of empowered you to yeah, feel, to yeah. feel comfortable being in a casual dating. Yeah, That's definitely. And it's like I definitely like got all the good positive stuff out of that without too much negative yeah. fallback, you know, and it taught me that like not everything has to be negative when you end things with someone. That's and just so good gradually well. peter out and just appreciate the experience for what it was. Mm. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of the vibe of summer things, would you say? Would you yeah. Say? Oh like my God. In my Fuck experience, yeah. That's like, actually a really good like, ex- Except yeah, maybe it's just analogy. like all summer round. Like, yeah, I was going to say you know? maybe because it's summer 24 yeah. 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 <laughs> like you kind of have a, like, well, not a relationship. A summer, th- summer thing Yeah, tell me yeah. about yeah. your sort of experience. Well, I did, yeah. I was seeing this guy over summer. Kind of exactly what you're kind of saying what your relationship was like. It was kind of like hanging out all the time, like seeing each other. It's summer, like you go do stuff. But he's not like numb. This is my boyfriend. yeah exactly yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. like it's not bring home sit down for dinner like this yeah, is getting same serious buzz, but it's buzz. like you're on a good vibe hanging out doing your summer thing it kind of kind of just dies yeah, off yeah but like in a nice in yeah, a like yeah. a wholesome type way I guess but that was like Byron twenty four seven yeah I guess or my your, my experiences anyway yeah, for yeah. sure and you know I've got to know a lot of friends who are in relationships there and that sort of stuff yeah. but I guess I never fully experienced that so I'm just talking from my own stuff here mm. yeah very refreshing I guess it's well. cool yeah it's refreshing I wish I don't know maybe it's because I feel so settled now in Wellington. I always want something that's settled. Yeah, but yeah. I totally agree on the summer thing account. Like, because mm. my dating experience, yeah. I was so a summer thing girl. Like, yeah. I love my independence. Don't get me wrong. I fucking love being single. But throughout high school, and it was just so nice to have someone over summer. And yeah. you just no pressure. No pressure. Went off to the beach. The, went off to the beach for the day. Came back. You know, yeah. got some takeaways and watched a yeah. movie in bed. And that's, it was so cool. And mm. like, that's all you really need. And I think. Also, that always works, or from my experience, it always works because both of you kind of mutually know that it probably won't go further than summer. Yeah. So you just enjoy it while, yeah. while it's there and while it's happening instead of being like, oh my God. Enjoy your time together as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that the pressure that you put on a relationship is like kind of one of the negative sides of it. It's oh, like, yeah. Kind of like, because you know, everyone's in that space, everyone yeah. has had that space yeah. where you're seeing someone and it's like, this is great, like going on, but then in the back of your head, there's there's a little like, like voice want, saying, like, yeah. what's going on? Like, what's, where's this gonna go? Like, what's yeah. happening? But it's like just getting rid of that and just having a chill time and embracing what's going on in the moment, which is like yeah, hundred percent. So nice, right? And do you feel like that was kind of your mindset when you were in Byron? Like yeah. a little yes. experience. What uh-huh. else did you learn over Byron? Give us the top three things you learned mm. um, in Byron, or if you've got more. Ch- more yeah, I. I think, you know, in comparison to, like, when you're going to uni and that sort of thing, you're generally around a lot of people your same age. Even by year group, you know, like, someone's like, oh, 20, oh, they're they're 22, like, that's a bit older, you know what I mean? Like, there's, like, a bit of a divide because you tend to hang out with people that were in your year group because that's how you made friends. Yeah. Just, you know, not by anything else, but then, like, they're the ones that you're in the halls with or whatever, you know? Yeah. But in, like, a whole entire external situation, like, there's no level of gauging friendship groups by age you know so like it's really cool so like a lot of my most of my friends are at least four or five years older than me if not older Mm. wow because you would have been 18 right yeah I was 18 so yeah and quite a lot of you know back on like people I was seeing as well pretty much everyone I was seeing is at least four or five years older than me wow which I guess like in hindsight was probably a bit of a um bit of a gap I guess you could say yeah like, just well, experience like, and say, like life uh, what's, and that the, sort of uh, stuff. what's the eldest you've 
How or old like, is the oldest person you've ever dated or slept with? Um, I think like two years maybe. Like, yeah. And that was like that was like a shit like that was like old. Oh, yeah. He's two <laughs> like, years older than me. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas like because four or five. That's yeah. yeah. Or or, <laughs> or older. <laughs> yeah. or older. But like I mean, no shame if you've got a connection yeah. with someone. You've got a fucking mm, connection yeah. with someone. Yeah. That's interesting though because like the stigma around like here, like say like you came Alice, you came home with someone who is five years older to the flat. Like, it would be but everyone mm. would be like, whoa, like what the heck? But I guess that's that's cool. Yeah. That stigma that stigma is like kind yeah. of normalized and in the same way like most of my friends were older I only had like two or three friends close friends that mm. were the same age or like a couple years within the same age as me do you think that's because there were more people who generally were older in Byron yeah I don't or like just like yeah because how many 18 year olds like just yeah well there's like you know um, obviously but people who were born them. and grew up there and that sort of thing mm. um and, like, knew a few of those people as well. But, yeah, because pretty much people move there for, like, mm. that sort of lifestyle and that sort of thing. So they've kind of already done a bit of, you know, quite a lot of people been to uni, had jobs and that sort of stuff, and then gone and pursued an alternate lifestyle. So, yeah, yeah. I guess, by that sort of thing or a bit older. Yeah. And, like, well, because, I mean, you're pretty unique experience for you to leave at 18 and, like, go for two years. Yeah. What, what did, like, advice would you give was moving to another country, like, out of the blue, nowhere, like, no plans? What, like, what would you... I reckon a big thing, um, definitely be financially comfortable. Yeah. Definitely have a good bank of savings. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. don't... Tell us, how, tell us how you save financially. Yeah. Like, did yeah. you fund that? Were your parents generous or, like, how nah, did Nah, nah. Did everything completely by myself. Yes. Yeah, fully. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, n- nothing wrong with having support from your family and that sort of stuff. But I really value, and I still do, like just kind of earning my own way and that mm. sort of thing. Being proud of where I've what I've accomplished and what I can do. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. yeah, so um, I saved a lot all through working mm. through school and stuff before I moved. Yeah, I feel like people, especially when you're young, um, I remember being like 16 and because. St- I'm paying for uni myself mm. and I remember like stressing so much about money yeah. but the truth is if you do just knuckle down work hard and get that fucking cash mm. it is so worth it because going over to Byron you had enough scary things going on like the last yeah, thing you shit. want to be worrying about is <laughs> how am I gonna like can I afford to even go eat. out to this gig <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, eat. but like <laughs> Unfortunately, the world we live in, money is what drives experiences a lot of the time. And so it's like, yeah, mm. I think that's really good advice. Yeah, 100%. Stable. And that's the sort of thing you never know what's going to come out of nowhere. Mm. You know, like you can budget and plan for like, oh, I need this much for rent until I find a job. Or like, that's how much my airfares are going to be. Yeah. But then you never know what is going to come out of the blue. So it's always kind of like having that rainy day fund. You might have something go on at home and need to book a flight yeah. to a different country and go back to see your family and that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I had... Um, um, actually heaps of jobs when I was over there. Oh. Um, so I worked there for probably like six months of that falafel restaurant. Um, I also did hotel cleaning in these five-star hotels for like yeah. a year, oh, which sure. was pretty intense. Um, very physical sort of job. Yeah, work hard. Yeah. Um, I worked at a gym for ages. Shout out Mana Fitness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I also worked at this... Um, little kind of four square sort of vibe called yeah. spa um, oh yeah four square which we've got some funny little stories I can touch yeah. on later from that private cleaning so financial stability big advice what else would you advise on for someone 
moving countries or in a similar situation? Um, yeah, as I said before, like be okay with being alone. Like not necessarily being lonely, but be comfortable in your own company because it's pretty inevitable that that's going to happen at the start. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's, that's a really important thing to learn in life as well. Not yeah, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people learned that over COVID, actually. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. A lot of people I know who are complete extroverts. For COVID, they learned to be happy with their own um, presence and have come out of it like, way more independent. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, what else would you advise? Look after yourself as well. I went through a pretty gnarly period of not necessarily looking out for myself and yeah. kind of putting other stuff as a higher priority. Like, just kind of burning the candle at all ends, I oh, guess, yeah. when I first moved there. Partying heaps, meeting lots of people. Um, How yeah. did you deal with that? Because you obviously weren't, over, like, you had friends around yeah. you and stuff, mm. but you didn't have your mum and dad there. Yeah, I think I kind of definitely went down a bit of a path which we you know I didn't have as much support as I could have just because you know just circumstantially I wasn't around people mm. who'd known me my whole life. How so, did you improve your mental health and what made you recognise that you were down a yeah. path or not prioritising yourself? Yeah 100%. Um, so this is a bit of a bit of a gnarly topic so you know if just making sure everyone's all good with this before we go into it but um, yeah I went through a bit of an eating disorder when I was first there and probably like I've been there nearly a year. I went on a holiday with my mum and dad. Mm. It was the first yeah. time I saw them. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, so they came over to Australia? Nah, um, we both like managed. I got really cheap flights to Bali from where I was, so we met up over there in Indonesia. Yeah. And I think it really kind of hit home. I never, I didn't realise like how much I'd been kind of going through until like I saw them and they mm. like their reactions of seeing yeah. me. They were like, shit, you know, you need yeah. to kind of be looking after yourself a bit more. From then I went on a bit of like a turning point when I got back, mm. um, you know, developed some really supportive friendships from there and I like, yeah. moved into a different house with all of my really close friends, which cool. was really nice. Amazing. Yeah, and then I think from there was like my turning point to having the best time that I did over there because yeah. I was just in a really supportive mm. environment. I had yeah. good friends. Yeah. yeah, and just in a really good groove and a good space, which was really cool. Oh, that's yeah. Awesome. That's yeah. so important to have the people. Like, obviously, you have your friends at home that you mm. can say that you made those connections, and those were your new, like, yeah, your people. It's really cool, and I think especially like those mates who I'm talking about, where you all live together, and because like a bunch of them were from um, overseas as well, or like the people who did grow up in Australia, they, you know, like this was a place they'd moved away from home as well, so we're kind of each other's makeshift family and that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, so yeah we you spent, develop like, those really strong connections. Yeah. With Right it's been people. really cool. Like spent Christmas together a few, Aww. yeah, a couple of times. Wholesome. Like yeah, real cute. Like wholesome as vibes. Like your new family. Yeah, yeah, yeah so it's really cool. If anyone else was in that situation, maybe overseas, didn't have their family really mm. accessible, what advice would you give them? Um, just having like a base of stability, whether that's like calling your family every day, or like having friends that you talk to on Facetime, yeah. or like having you know something that you're really into like say you're really into like surfing or like I don't know, yeah. cooking or whatever like having a, a fun yeah cool activity that you really enjoy and love and like even if you're going through weird gnarly times in this new experience you're always going to have a little baseline to keep mm. you supported and going all good if you're going to go overseas and be by yourself and push mm. all these boundaries you do need to have quite a strong sense of self and what yeah. truly does make you happy. Like, although mm. you're obviously experiencing all these amazing things along the way and you yeah. might be discovering new things, um, having a strong understanding of what makes you tick is really important. Also, you know, like you were saying this, um, understanding yourself too, mm. is sort of even though you're going to be going through all these new experiences and growing and changing and developing as a person, mm. it's understanding at the core of yourself where your morals are and what makes you you and like 
always kind of checking in with yourself as yeah. well. And would you say that you you kind of had that before you left? Or yeah, fully. Seems, yeah. And you also seem like you kind of developed a lot of that over there as yeah. well, like kind of experiencing 100%. it. hundred percent. And it's sort of like kind of when you're meeting new people as well, like mm. being your authentic self and yeah. pursuing genuine connections rather than like, oh, I'm going to hang out with this person because they're cool, you know? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Or like hey, act a certain way to yeah, fit in with this crowd. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Bella came home to New Zealand when COVID happened. Um, yeah. But that, were you planning on staying in Byron for the kind of mid-term future or were yeah. you going to keep travelling or, like, do you see it as a place you'd live and, like, bring up a family? I definitely think I'll live there again for sure. Like, yeah. I've got some of my really, really close people that I will always, like, have a good connection with there. And the place itself is fucking beautiful, like, mm. so gorgeous. And I love that sort of lifestyle, like, always being outside and all that sort of stuff, um, being really active and being at the beach and stuff. Um, but, yeah, so I came back at the start of this year. I was, you know, wanted to see my family and that sort of thing, like, have a trip home, see New Zealand and stuff. But I was also feeling a bit kind of stagnant, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, spent too much time on one place. Yeah, maybe. I think I was also questioning, like, you know, I hadn't studied or anything. I was like, what do I actually oh. want to do? I've just been kind of, like, treading water for two years. Like, sort of my mindset was like, oh, I'll come home for, like, a month or so and, like, see my family, do some things I need to do and then go back. But yeah. the things just went my way, which was awesome. Oh. I um, My lease was running out, so I moved out of my house. Um, I hated my car. It was really ugly, so I sold it. And Is this I, environment? Yeah, yeah, this is at the start of this year, and then I worked at this really shitty fucking smoothie place that I hated. Yeah. Um. So I quit my job. So I was like, oh, okay, cool, no ties. When I get back, I'll just find a new house and get a new car and find a new job. That'll be easy as. What a and yeah, I came back in February, about a month later. Um, COVID, the worldwide pandemic happened. So yeah. it was very convenient that I wasn't paying rent and I didn't have a car yeah. over there. But um, yeah, it was just really weird. The biggest thing was not really getting a proper goodbye or saying bye to my friends. Yeah, you know? I can yeah. So like, yeah, so I don't even know when I'm going to see people next, but that's all right. So why did you move to Wellington then? Was it just for another change of scenery instead of being stuck in the bay? Or Yeah, I kind of, there's not much that really interests me there to mm. pursue. Like, Especially um, if you've been living there like, your whole life and you yeah. have more like stimulation rather than just like the normality. Of, Literally, like, yeah. Home, and pretty much all of my mates in NZ live in Wellington. Like I already had like pretty much all of my really, really close friends and NZ were living here so I was like oh that'll be really easy to just kind of slip in was my mindset yeah kind of like ground like the pre-made like friendships and yeah stuff. fully That's fully good yeah um so yeah I just found a flat on Vic Dios and really really amazingly um I'm really good friends with the girls which is just so good did you know them before you moved in? nah ah. it's complete strangers so um Vic Dios bringing people together yeah it was cool it was and have you got any like good juicy or just times that like experiences? Horror stories. I'll start with that. And yeah, a funny one. Um, Something comes to mind. Yeah, horror stories. I had um, so Splinter in the Grass, twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. My first year there. I'm not entirely sure what happened, but I'm pretty sure my drink got spiked. Oh shit! On the first night, like 7 p.m. Oh my gosh! What? Pretty... So you're just buying a drink from the bar or something? No, I think this guy bought me a drink. Oh. Not the biggest recollection of it, but um, yeah, it's this massive fucking festival, like tens mm. of thousands of people. Yeah. Me completely blacked out, lost my friends, phone dead, everything, <laughs> and um, I don't remember anything until like 2 a.m. rambling around this fucking huge field with thousands of strangers and um 
this guy I vaguely knew kind of spotted me and noticed I was fucked and then yeah. got me an Uber back home. All right. But <laughs> you went on anything else? I don't know. Just, oh, well. Yeah. And then the next morning, found all of these photo of videos on my phone of um, me at the very, very front of the mosh pit at Lord. Oh my god. By myself. Oh. God, like recording all this shit. <laughs> and you remember any of None of it, none of it. Oh. Me like singing along at the top of my lungs. Oh. <laughs> Haven't, did you look like you're having a good time though? Um, oh. fuck, I don't know, I guess so. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and then um, a year later, Spinner in the Grass 2019. Tell yeah, us what is this about Chris Hemsworth? We, we, cannot, we subtly hinted it on our Instagram. Oh, page. okay, yeah. yeah. So, um, one of the jobs that I worked for a while, I was at. Um, in this little kind of suburb village, I guess, a little bit out of Byron called Suffolk Park. Mm. Real chill. I love it there. It's so cool. Like, all kind of people who live there, locals. I'm pretty sure that's where the Hemsworths actually grew up. Ooh. Or, like, their parents definitely lived there. And that's where Chris Hemsworth's, like, big fucking million-dollar mansion is with mm. his Spanish model wife and stuff. <laughs> Fives. Wait, um, who's the one married to... And Miley Cyrus? Liam was the Liam. one with oh, Miley. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. And you were yeah. talking about Chris. Chris yeah, was Chris. Thor, right? Chris is Thor. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, so, and there's, like, this little complex of shops like this real mean bakery Suffo bakery shout out and um yeah a little complex and um one day i'm just kind of chilling behind the counter checking out people's groceries this guy walks in and um i'm kind of like fuck is that chris hemsworth but i'm playing was he wearing sunglasses nah okay because like this i just imagine him walking in sunglasses (laughs) like like a movie star yeah yeah and because like this area everyone's so chill like that's why I guess Chris and Liam hang out there because everyone's locals, everyone's grown up with them. They can Nobody just not, a fuck. yeah, not live a life like a celebrity for once, mm. you know, like not be treated like crazy. Like my boss's kids went to school with his kids and shit. Like it was super oh. chill, you know. Mm. Um, but so I'm trying to like not be this little fangirl <laughs> and like because everyone else is so chill about it. You know, <laughs> everyone's everyone's a ten. Like all of the dads in this town are so dope. Everyone's Ooh. a dope. So it could be it could just, just a random dad. It could know? just be another fucking dope at the bakery. Literally. Literally. So he's like walking around. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking definitely Chris Hemsworth. And then he comes up to my till. I'm checking out his groceries and I'm like, what do you buy? What do you buy? What do you buy? So much like unhealthy shit. Really? You think because he's got like a big PT program? Like he bought all these like rotisserie chickens and like shapes and shit. He's probably going home to just like absolutely demolish like a couple of chickens. Literally, (laughs) yeah. Two chickens, please. (laughs) Chucks them down on the kitchen beats, puts his Thor outfit on and some sunnies. Just tears into some fucking rotisserie chicken. Yeah. yeah. So he's buying some, some chicken. Yeah, some chicken out of those groceries. Checkout. And I'm like freaking out, like shaking, like, oh my God, it's the worst. <gasps> but like trying to act real chill. And then um, it comes to pay and he's paying with a credit card. And when it comes up on like our screen as the checkout operators, it's like um, confirm credit card signature, yes or no. <gasps> And then, like, yeah, he's, you have to get yeah, he's already paid. He's put his card through. He's like walking out the door. And I'm just so nervous. I don't even look at the screen and I just click no. And I, it comes up with this big thing transaction um, declined. And then I'm just like, fuck. It was like $200 worth of stuff. Oh. $200 worth of rotisserie chicken. You got big a lot spender. of shit. Yeah, <laughs> God. Um, I have to run out into the car park. And this is a very fucking Do you busy wear a uniform. Yeah, my little spa girl uniform. What can you describe the uniform? Um, Short black skirt, tight little polo thing. That's hot. Oh, yeah, so you're looking good. Yeah. So I'm sprinting out after fucking Chris Hemsworth to tell him that his card declined. Buying rotisserie chicken. Um, Give me back the chicken. This, you know, multi millionaire. And um, I'm like, hi, um, 
Sorry, I'm just going to need you to come inside and um, complete your signature for the credit card oh. transaction. Yeah. And he comes in. He's chill as fuck. What, did he reply? He was, what did he say? He just came back and he was oh. like, oh, yeah, no problem. Like, he's he's cruising. But I'm just, like, so embarrassed. Oh. Yeah, and he comes back in and he's like, oh, yeah, all good. And I'm just never going to let that day down. Did you keep his signature and sell it? Um, I probably should have. I? I just filed it in the receipt drawer, to be honest. <laughs> Somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Somewhere. Mm. Oh my goodness. That is exciting. <laughs> God, fantastic. Well, Amazing. it's been so nice to have you in here yeah. this oh, afternoon, Bella. Yeah, thanks for chatting Yeah, thank ladies. you so much for telling us all about your experience. Cool. Sounds like a freaking cool time, and honestly, hey. I feel kind of inspired. I just want to run off now. Yeah, Amazing. I know. Fuck it up. Do a little, little mama me. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Run away to the Greek island. Oh my God. Okay, <laughs> well, thanks everyone for listening this week. Yeah. Um, we will have another podcast out probably in two weeks' time. Make sure you mm-hmm. follow us on Instagram to keep updated with who we're having in. We are at Above Standard Podcast mm-hmm. on Zagram. And feel free to um, give us feedback, kind of like respond to us on Instagram if you want to send us a DM asking us about what you want to hear or whatever. Yeah, any just, feedback yeah. is good feedback. Yeah, so if you think this episode was shit, let us know. <laughs> yeah, but if you think it was great, also let us know. Yeah. Um, we're all ears at the moment. Because we're still learning, so just yeah. any feedback is good feedback. Cool. Thank you, guys. Peace out. See you.